0: Welcome back, everybody, to episode number two of the Dreaming in F Minor podcast. My name is Mike Roop. and today on the podcast, we have singer-songwriter Charlie Hager. This was a wonderful conversation, and I'm so glad I was able to do this with him, and I think you're all going to enjoy it. Make sure you head over to his website, follow him on all the socials. The links are down below in the show notes. And I just wanted to say real quick, thank you to everybody who came and listened to last week's episode, the debut episode of this podcast, um, with Andrew Hanna. You guys are wonderful. Um, it was really, really well received and I, I couldn't be more thankful. So thank you guys so, so much for that. Um, and you know, keep, keep, keep rating, keep reviewing, keep commenting. Let me know what you're thinking. I love the feedback. Um, Let me know, let me know how I'm doing, you know, constructive criticism, whatever you want to do. You want to tell me I'm doing great. You want to tell me I suck? Let me know. I could use all the feedback I could get. So uh, without further ado, let's get to the episode today with Charlie Hager. All right. Welcome to the interview portion today. Uh, My guest is Mr. Charlie Hager singer songwriter extraordinaire builder of things knower of even more things (laughs) yeah and just a great guy so charles welcome well thank you for inviting me mike yeah 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 i figured it was um uh we had to get it done when we did because um currently we're sitting here in las vegas in the simple equations media mix room um and uh you're leaving us you're going back to tennessee yes i am i'm yeah. uh
1: heading out yeah time to change again be that chameleon that i am
0: yeah yeah no that's all, all right. right primarily i guess to uh to record your upcoming third album right? oh yeah.
1: yeah it's called uh, flesh uh turned regret <laughs>
0: Flesh I was going to call it Fremont Street <laughs> <laughs> no. we were talking so I'm glad you reminded well, me. well forever
1: that. it was called Fremont Street yeah you know? yeah but yeah uh, nice I changed the whole concept of it
0: yeah that's cool before we before we dive too deep into that um, go ahead and for I'm sure plenty of people that listen to this are probably listening to listen to you but for the people who aren't um, just kind of let everybody know a little bit more who you are and, and and what you do and all that good stuff um just a guy just a uh, songwriter
1: um uh, started started uh songwriting uh about 10 years ago after a divorce so um i had done it prior to my marriage and and uh attempted attempted to uh revive revive the old career i guess mm. and, um get back to uh, get back to the <laughs> get back to yeah. uh, what i love to do you yeah, know uh, for sure it was a good opportunity too
0: yeah because primarily when you were when you were married you were pretty much just like a construction superintendent yeah. right yeah
1: yeah just uh yeah just a regular joe yeah. and uh i had i had messed with the guitar and i had um you know did did some, did some um promotional work i did some stage management and stuff for people when they needed help gotcha. they were doing a rally or something and but outside of that it was pretty much dead in the water and yeah. so
0: wow so i guess 10 years ago that's when you started writing your first album american saga or was it just did you have an idea or did you just kind of start no, writing
1: no i was uh <clears throat> i have several friends that are professional songwriters and one of them had started a master class of uh you know online master class to help people and i i thought you know uh i'm gonna do that and that's kind of what just sparked the fire. I worked on his master class and huh. uh, just started writing again and uh, uh when I had met joe lick is, uh i had he had he had just he'd asked me to help him with a studio and so i helped him do a little studio in his little house a little house and he you know i wanted to make some demos because i wanted to pitch some songs so it's like joe hey let's do these demos and when we got into the studio and started recording stuff he um uh, said just do your own album forget pitching songs mm-hmm. you know so it nice. kind of rolled over into it okay you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, and so that first one was pretty much done. I guess before you built out his studio, right? You pretty yeah. much did that all. Just we did that in his. He in had his a house. smaller
1: cottage that he had rent rented, and uh, we just kind of, you know, stuck things on the wall and uh, yeah, you know, recorded in the bathroom and in the right. You know, American Saga was recorded all over that house in different areas. And, yeah, it's uh, cool. So
0: yeah it's amazing and you get a little get a little creative with what you're doing and um you know how you can really make most scenarios work if you really put your mind to it you know what i mean you like utilize utilize the spaces you have around you to the maximum and you know you can make a a, a full record out of it you know? yeah
1: and he had a lot of experience with that like he had you know uh, he was a really good musician a bass player and and he'd also been in a lot of bands in philly and uh manage some bands book bands you know you know so a vast amount of experience you know yeah prior to that and you know just uh he created uh little greenland studios it was on greenland avenue the little house was oh, okay so yeah that's what he called it and nice. he doesn't live there anymore he's in a different house but
0: gotcha gotcha yeah. and so he run he um he own runs and operates uh, Flower Sac Cape. Yeah,
1: Flower Sac Cape is the yeah. record label and publishing company. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, him and um, Ben Douglas, uh, another Nashville songwriter. They um, they do it together, and then they also have their own projects. They're band different bands and that they're in. Gotcha. Punk bands and pop bands, and <laughs> mm, <yeah. laughs> it's Nashville, so a lot of people are in multiple projects yeah, bands, yeah.
0: You know and his, his band's been pretty successful as of oh, lately yeah, right yeah, yeah i mean
1: been really palm ghost is the Palm uh, ghost yeah it's kind of the uh pop uh i don't i don't know i don't know the category they would put it in i guess it's it's a pop like 80s style pop band hmm.
0: yeah it's doing really good right now nice. doing, that's that's awesome he does that and then he produces like Americana acts too, just like you. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like a couple others, yeah, a right? A couple I mean. others and yeah.
1: some, uh, some rockers. There's a couple of rockers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, he just enjoys, you know, like, he only does like people he likes. <laughs> he doesn't, right. you know, it's not a, it's not a, a machine, you know. Right, right. So,
0: no, that's awesome, man. So, um, yeah, getting kind of like, I don't know, I guess we'll go in kind of chronological order. Your first your first album, um uh, American Saga, then followed up by Truth in Love. Yeah. Um I guess kind of transitioning cuz I felt like when I listened to it like I felt like a distinctive uh progression. You know what I mean? Um from um, from American Saga to Truth in Love.
1: Oh yeah, it would it's um It's definitely that way. I mean, American Saga is more of what's going on around you, uh, truth and love is much is more internal, hmm. you know. Yeah, uh, relationship songs, you know.
0: Yeah, that travel. And American Saga is is like a a bit of a concept, isn't it? Like a bit yeah, of a concept yeah, yeah. album. Yeah,
1: yeah. And both of them, both yeah, of them are. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, American Saga, in more of a sense that it's, uh, you know, the songs are written, written for specific incidents that occurred in the country and mm. you know I was in this uh okay I'm going to write this song and it's going to be about this uh incident that happened and I'm not going to mention the incident if I can you know mm. if I can get through the song yeah and uh leave it as just this was influenced by this event so just right idea originally the idea was to um it was supposed to going to be spoken uh stories between the songs mm. originally mm-hmm. and uh after we were done with the album we just decided not to do that mm. but we were gonna we we're gonna tell stories in between each of the american saga songs like
0: right uh, right yeah uh, which i mean even though you didn't do that which would have been pretty cool um you you are making a uh, have been making for a little while a documentary, <laughs> yes, about the entire thing, right? <laughs> yes. So that'll kind of tell the story a little bit, a little bit more probably. But that's been in the works for <laughs> works for a little for while a now. Time, but yeah, yeah. Shout out to uh, Jay Wozley, owner of Simple Equations, helping yeah. you put that together and everything. And yeah,
1: he's been. Uh, that was something that we will eventually release. It's a, It's an interesting. It has a lot of shots of performances of the songs in different venues and yeah. You know some videos and so it's uh one of these days it'll come out
0: yeah for sure for sure some things just take time you know I feel like I feel like certain things are just kind of I don't know birthed into the time frame they're supposed to be in you know what I mean yeah you never know yeah, it's yeah. like you can't I hate forcing things and, and because of that you know I have so many unfinished projects and things you know which is a terrible downfall of mine so I mean I guess there's an aspect of you trying to kinda of push it. But um Yeah. That's a, you see, know. I'm
1: just the opposite. I'm like I cannot stand to have unfinished unfinished yeah. things. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my one of my you know what? I said I was gonna do this. I gotta get it done. Right. And
0: so that's like the definitely something that I've noticed with people. Um creative people and stuff is they're usually one of the two like you have like the guys that are really driven and are constantly just picking up their guitar or constantly just picking up a pen and writing and then there's then there's other people like myself that i wait for that inspiration to hit me and then i just puke it all out for like like in a small time frame and i just blast out a bunch of stuff and i just it's just like vomiting it you know Um, yeah
1: people are different i mean you know at some points in the in the last few years i probably were were, was writing a hundred to plus songs a year that i was just i would write it you know and i don't know if they were any good but i think they it was like you know exercising you know i was trying to trying to get better every time by just doing it Mm -hmm. and um i think there's something to be said about that because you 100 you begin to think in the context of songs all the time mm-hmm. you know and you you're uh, you're uh listening for key key things to trigger that songwriting you know right you know, it could be a, a, a quirky little saying or something you saw standing on the side of the road but then it starts hitting that way and then like the, your brain is like triggered that right Oh, one wow.
0: thing kind of leads to another and then oh, yeah. before you know it, yeah, no. Yeah. That's definitely, it's, it's always there too. And I always got to remind myself of that. You know what I mean? Cause I feel like if I'm not, um, getting like this rush of inspiration, like I, I feel like maybe I, I, I can't, I'm not going to come up with anything. I'm going to sit down. Everything's going to suck. And yeah. you know, but, but the times that I do push through, you know, inevitably I find one small little thing, like you're saying yeah. that, you know, everything that I did before it, it was useless until so I found that one thing, and then everything I do after that <laughs> fits is built that. around that yeah. one thing.
1: And that's why the greatest thing in the world is this iPhone, because like I dream uh, songs yeah. I, a lot of times. Or like it, mm. like I don't know if it's that weird spot before you wake up in the morning, or you know where the dream sequence is, mm-hmm. but like I can roll over now and just hit my notes, and like okay, this is this is what I just dreamed, or heard, or said, or saying. That's a Or if good it's idea. a melody of any kind, yeah, you know you can go you can, even if it's some ding dong dum dum you know whatever, I just write it on my notes, mm-hmm. and then later, when I do like do my i'm gonna sit down and write a song day um then i I look at the notes and go
0: yeah. Can I use any of this
1: stuff? <laughs> use any of them. No, that's great. <laughs>
0: and it's good for dream journaling too. That's always a good thing to help remember your dreams. Yeah, yeah. Is, is dream journaling. So like you're kinda knocking killing two birds with one yeah. stone there. So strange. I mean, some of the shit is just like, just it'll never be used. But it's kind of funny. Yeah, so I just keep it. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Release it in a special edition one day or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I have a friend that he's like, he 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 just talks. He gets really really drunk, and he calls me at like two o'clock in the morning. And so I then I open my notes and I just start taking notes of stupid shit he <laughs> said. On <their> nice. <laughs> nice.
0: Thanks for all the ideas, buddy. <laughs> it works like yeah. a
1: champ. I mean I honestly think it's one of the funniest one of the funniest notes of of the time i that I got in here. You know, they're uh you, hey, you gotta do what you can. You never know where it'll come from. You yeah, know, but uh so let me pull up the Rooster notes. The rooster is his name. Okay. He's in a band <laughs> called. Shout out to Rooster. <laughs> He's in a band called Neo Tundra Cowboy. Okay. Oh yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah from Idaho. Mm, you've told me about them. And uh, they've been around for a while. I mean, it's you know he is the Neo Tundra, Neo Tundra Cowboy. But, Neo uh, Tundra. Yeah. Interesting name. Uh, they were uh, you know, I guess they're you know pretty active actually you know one of them that's out of the band now uh is hooked up with a
0: couple bands in boise and they play a lot mm. they do there's yeah. some there's actually some pretty good um some pretty good bands and some pretty good players in boise yeah, yeah. so the, the, here's some of the notes
1: from roosters nobody wants a half-ass charles <laughs> that's one <laughs> yeah. i don't think you miss any of my phone calls <laughs> And then uh, another one. He do- Oh, he was talking about catfish, the one from Boise. He said he doesn't have a working bone in his body. If if if, <laughs> if he was in a tractor, <laughs> I don't know what that. Is. <laughs> These are n- notes from a conversation. Remember that you're just a joke if you came from Vegas. <laughs> the only reason people like you is because you work with wood. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> And this is my, like Brad Pitt back in the day. Yeah. Again. I wow. Know, like, you know, you, you could use that line. And here's my favorite George Jones times T Rex. <laughs> so. Yeah, man. You can. <laughs> so there's a lot. Create and, and, and something from all that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I take uh, notes, especially if it's some odd character that I know. That's a great yeah.
0: idea. Just constantly taking notes. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, um, you know the, the the you know that's just the thing is you you know even if you're old you could do it it's not a it's not probably
0: a, more so when you're old start taking notes because you definitely get more forget I'm already forgetful oh yeah so I'm screwed man yeah I get old it's like it's over with like I, I look at my dad and he's getting so damn forgetful all the time <laughs> like this guy's to. gonna have dementia or something just kidding dad well, you ought to see me <laughs>
1: you ought to see me today I was getting a new phone and then that means that you had to change passwords. And it's like passwords. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, Tell not of the passwords. passwords. Yeah. Like <laughs> you know, yeah. I get all jittery when I have to make create a password. Mm-hmm. And uh at Verizon I was uh uh took me like fifteen times to get a password that worked <laughs> on the yeah. a Verizon account.
0: <laughs> I have I think four four variations your go to possible yeah. <laughs> and so like Sometimes I got to hit it in like four, maybe five times and then I'll finally get it. But I try not to do any more than that because it's just like, and they've evolved over the years, you know. So then if I got to get into an old one, I'm like, fuck, I got to like,
1: yeah. (laughs) It was so funny because I was on the phone with the person that was switching the account and uh, everybody in the whole store was hearing me cuss because I couldn't get a password to work. (laughs) Yeah. Like, well, try try this one. I'm going to try this one. God damn it. God damn
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious.
1: <laughs> and afterward the guy's like, "Can you remember the password?" That's <laughs> yes, I read, put, took a note on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's funny. Yeah. So yeah, um so how about let's let's move on to to truth and love a little bit. Let's um I guess kind of you were you were you kind of alluded a little bit to how that's a bit more of an internal album a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, it really started with that song Truth and Love. It just kind of um I guess uh, I, I guess the the basis of it was okay, here's a song that is is about really nothing but silly things, you know, that, that okay, this is what I believe in. But uh What is it that's the most important thing and that's truth and love of whatever you believe in and Mm -hmm. whatever you think you know and so that's kind of what kind of ignited it and um like each of those songs were uh based around some sort of relationship you know Hmm. um whether it was from the point of view of a female or from a point of view of like um how you react or look at people like you know um uh, it's just uh i was I was trying to mix I trying to mix it with uh different scenarios or a lot of, a lot of self <clears throat> you know a couple have a little self reflection on uh you know like never good it's a self reflection of you know hey, look at this i'm I'm good at f- fucking things up in my life but the one thing i wasn't good at was being with you you mm-hmm. know yeah and so that's kind of it's kind of how the whole album goes uh and uh that's a good one it was interesting how um in one of the reviews i had some really really I had some good reviews but i had some odd reviews um one of the guys said that it was like comfort food My Mm. (laughs) truth and love was like comfort food. You know how that's a good compliment. I shouldn't, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to go ahead and eat it. And then it was sort of funny how he 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 talked he talked about some of the songs, and then he went to the song called "Nothing to Do with You," which um, he said. he goes this is probably the saddest song i've ever heard in my life <laughs> yeah. and i was thinking well you haven't heard the re- the other songs i've written but uh <laughs> yeah uh and, you know he was like he's like there's just something about it that that like makes you think like what is exactly going on here but and that was the whole purpose of the song it's like uh, like it was just pop pop observations of people and uh but your judgment really has nothing to do with them mm-hmm. and so and um uh, and then it ended up with you know a stand a chance at all and he was like you know if i would have i wish he would put stand a chance to stand a chance at all at the beginning of the album and uh he said but knowing what i know now through through the other songs it's like you know, now I feel really sad because the guy at the end is really optimistic and stand a chance at all. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, it was just a that was what I was shooting for, shooting for different observations. Mm-hmm. You know, with personal relationship. Bit I mean,
0: of a roller coaster ride, as yeah, well. You know, that's yeah, different
1: nice. angles, different views. Um, you know, and uh, it was, it, it's a fun album. I like
0: it. It is, yeah, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I, I guess maybe that's maybe it was just a perspective shift that i kind of felt listening cuz i listened to i listened to american saga first yeah. and then i went to that and i was like there's just something inherently that was different about it oh that, yeah like know?
1: night and day yeah. yeah, and they're they're um they're dependent and it was and truth and love like uh american saga like i said we did it at that house truth truth and truth love has really good musicians on it mm-hmm. and like there's some oh, like, yeah. top-notch musicians on that album so it was yeah. a, you know it was a step up in in mm-hmm. quality because then we had a full studio that that they use now you know so yeah. um, it was definitely a step up in quality of players mm-hmm. not necessarily songs but you know the, the playing the production was better yeah.
0: it's fantastic it's really really yeah. really sounds good um, and I don't know what the hell is going to happen with Regret in yeah, Flesh yeah.
1: I'm still trying to describe it to everybody you know so.
0: I mean if it progresses like it has I mean it's just it's going to be really good <laughs> That's I hope for so. sure. I yeah. mean I, I'm, the songs I'm, are wonderful like you know I wow. think it's
1: some of my best writing honestly. Yeah. I honestly do I think it's that um, and it's it's a concept and, and it's just I haven't shaped it to the to the go the direction I envisioned it but it is a full concept
0: Mm-hmm. You know. And primarily just about vegas right yeah
1: yeah um and again uh it's more of life in the streets kind of album yeah like uh, homeless you know from the angle of a homelessness and uh you know druggies and junkies and people in the street and mm-hmm. uh, um, w- and why they're there mm-hmm. and uh the the uh, the interesting thing about it, it's interesting because it's coming off of truth and love, is that this relation, these relationships in it are, you, you are going to have to just sit back and go, is this, is he talking to his, his girl, or is he talking to his mother, or, is, mm. or is, is who is he talking to here? And right. so it's a very fine line. On and you can and intentionally some of those songs are written to where you like don't know, but it could be either one of them. it could be their mother it could be the person the character's mother or the character or, or his lover or whoever you know so. those
0: are those are the best songs you know that that kind of leave it up to interpretation because then it yeah. means something different to everybody and yeah. and more so if it's not telling you exactly you know you mm. you you're forced to. To To make up the differences in your mind, and yeah,
1: and that was my thought was more personal was that was like, okay, how do we have okay, we have a relationship going on here, but you're in the street, you're you know, and is the reason you are in the street is it because of the woman you loved, or is it because the woman you loved was your mother or the woman you not you know loved in a different sense, mm-hmm. but um that's what I was shooting for, so <laughs> we'll see, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of uh, religious references hmm. in it too. So, yeah. uh, are you a religious guy? Yeah, yeah, I was raised that way. So, yeah. yeah. So it, it's, uh, and and there was some co-writes with Ben Douglas. So like uh, he's he grew up the same way. He went to he even went to seminary school. Hmm. But it's more, um, again, trying to trying to see what this character is is going to how he is going to respond to his relationship it could be with god or his relationship with whoever Mm -hmm. but he is does not have he has many character flaws and and she too there's actually you know again i always had from the female perspective i've done it on every album and i do i'll do it continually probably the rest of my life but i always try to catch your songs from the female perspective too so Mm uh I don't i just always wanted that you know to to have those like well an, yeah
0: I, I mean i think that's the one thing that that uh <laughs> that most men can say is that they wish they knew yeah. the, the woman's perspective
1: well like on uh you know american saga has the eyes of angry men yeah you know yeah. and um uh, and truth and love you know she wants to believe is on that album and and it's from that viewpoint and mm-hmm. on uh um this one on on regret turned flesh you know it's a uh it's basically um it's called the it's the place she is i don't know if you've heard it because i actually have written it it i finished writing it it was in it was in the hopper it was in the hopper at the time Mm -hmm. but uh because she you know uh the place she is so it's uh a neighbor lady came over one day and uh i was i was having a conversation with her and and I wanted to ask her. I had the whole time. Uh, she's African American. Like all of her children, she got like ten children, but like all of them have plain names, hmm. like Joe and Frank and Greg right. and Bob. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. from the south. and' like, and it's not. There's you don't hear that often. Like regular just names. Like <laughs> yeah. you get you know G- generic ju- names. Yeah, yeah, you get like Joan and oh, yeah, yeah, for you sure. know different different names like that. Where mm-hmm. they make so. I asked her in that, and she and she said, um, "I wanted them to be able to have to get a job when they grew up." Wow! And so that flicked the flicked mm-hmm. the switch in my writer's head, and so uh, uh, she didn't want the instant the instant uh, judgment, yeah, yeah. they like, yeah. So then that sparked the the uh, the song, writing mm-hmm. started writing the song, and so. Uh, so there's actually several. There's a couple of from female perspective on that album. So I'm looking really forward to to finally getting in the studio and getting that yeah <laughs> you know getting that knocked
0: out. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't wait to hear it when it's all finished because it's gonna be uh, sonically gonna, yeah, a different you're sound do too. to what right?
1: everybody else always does. They're like, oh, Charles sits there and he plays. It's Slow, it? and then they hear it and they're like, "What is that? Yeah, <laughs> where where did that? I, I played it for you. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, but I didn't. because okay. <laughs> you're going for a different sound with this album, too. Yeah, right? I mean, this album is really, I have to find it, and I think Joe will, but it, but it's still, it. I want it to be kind of desolate, kind of um, like Robert Johnson sitting in a motel room, mm-hmm. you know, which I guess if you if you record things on your telephone, um, it kind of has that weird desonant to it, you know, uh, the, the ambient, the kind of ambient, ambient sound. sound, yeah, yeah, you know, and so I don't know. I want it to be urban, and with that, I want that lonely. so real roomy and that, stuff. Yeah, and I want that loneliness to yeah. it. there's a lot, you know, to to that. This is a street person that's going through this process of these right. songs you know yeah you know and like i said uh um all of those are like very you know <laughs> reflective of you know life in the streets i guess mhm
0: yeah. yeah and there's there's plenty to uh look for inspiration around here in vegas that's, oh, yeah. that's for sure there's um an outrageous amount of homeless people around here just it's 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 just it's sad man i got a feeling it'll be worse soon. yeah no yeah i mean um since since COVID and everything you know and the homelessness has gone through the roof you know um see it here but i mean i've heard in like in like los angeles how bad it's gotten and everything where oh, it's yeah. just it's just there's just shit everywhere on the streets and like it's just like it's crazy turning into a wasteland you know and what
1: you know what is amazing i don't know how much driving but you, you you've you driven it i'm sure you have it but but like when i was coming back from boise uh last year and driving across the great basin mm-hmm. through like, you know i, all I was you. just like i drove like 80 miles and i didn't even they would never saw a building mm-hmm. never saw a building yeah and I'm sitting there thinking, what in the hell? There's plenty of room for everybody in this country. Plenty of room, hundred percent. You know, this is such
0: a vast nation; mm-hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. I was watching a video the other day, and uh, it was it was something that Elon Musk said years ago. And I used to really, really like Elon Musk. I think he might be. Uh, I don't know. I I I I'm wary of him nowadays, <laughs> but um. It's- but he's, he's gotten said, to be too much Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he was saying something about how it was possible, like how overpopulation in the world is is kind of like, not is basically a myth. You know what I mean? How we say the world is so overpopulated and everything and that we could basically sustain the entire population in a moderate size of the Saharan desert and just and grow food and everything. And every literally mm-hmm. everybody could live... In, in, in like a, a moderate size of the Sah- the yeah. Sahara Desert and, um,
1: a third size of Africa or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like just, it's so, it's, it's really, it's kind of, it's kind of wild to think about that because we, we get in the middle of the city and everything. But like you say, you get out and you, and especially, yeah, northern Nevada, certain parts, you yeah. Know, you, you know, in the, in the middle of the country, it's just, it's so spread out. There's so much space. But yet, you know, we still, yeah, we still have, this massive like rush to these small little areas i don't know um Mm. i mean there's a million reasons for it obviously but um but yeah it makes you think like what else what else could be done because we have we literally have all the space we need yeah and if people could you know
1: uh, there's a uh, interesting article i read uh maybe it was a smithsonian article or something about how before you know before the middle ages when peasants like peasants basically had their own world of uh sitting in in their their cottage that they or their grandfather or father built and uh they had a little garden and they hunted and they had their own food supply and they took care of their family and they were all in one unit and then um you know as people got greedy and you started to get people buying other people's property and taking things and all of a sudden they had you know there's one person that owned a lot of it then he needed somebody to work the fields so he starts getting the peasants to work the fields and paying them money and next thing you know the peasants are all dependent on this rich guy paying their wages Mm. whereas before they were perfectly in you know consisting their own life and doing their own thing and all of a sudden now they're dependent upon somebody
0: so it's amazing See, how that works and that same system has been strengthened exploited and, and yeah.
1: exploited and now you just that's where we know, are now yeah. yeah you know the reason you have those cities is because you know you got to go there to work you know work
0: and mm-hmm. make money and yeah so it's 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 pretty interesting it's a system that's definitely catered to a few wow. to the few and not the many for wow. sure it's uh it's one of yeah, it's that's a, That's a whole nother That's a whole another <laughs> conversation. Podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could go on for hours about that. But um, but yeah, it's wild. No, you're um, you're absolutely right. There's um, there's a lot of, and that that's what's so interesting about you too is because, when somebody would see you and hear your accent, you know, and everything, oh, yeah. no nobody's thinking this guy is well like, <laughs> like bernie bernie sanders biggest supporter you know So it's, it's funny you know
1: that i'm well educated at all if you look at me you're yeah. nah, not that guy Not that not guy. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>?
0: that's <laughs> yeah, that's great though I'm it makes well-read. you a, a much more a much more interesting person for sure because <laughs> you know you can be like a salt of the earth guy but also you know um have, have, you know, yeah, be well read and, and educated and, and, you know, and think, you know, consciously.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, you know, one thing that uh, I was taught a long time ago was to, to, uh, to keep an open mind and, and science changes and the world changes, but human nature doesn't. Mm-hmm. And uh, so. That's why I'm also a big fan of John Steinbeck because his stories were written in through the pr- perspective of a scientist, you know, of a you know someone studying microbiology on the coast of California. Mm-hmm. And if you read his books and you have know a little bit about biology, and you go, "Damn," you know we're amoebas you know? <laughs> and, and most people yeah. don't know that yeah. Like, yeah you know but if you really the, the storytelling that he does is so in-depth but it is definitely a uh you know um uh, a cause of effect of of what are we and who are we here why are we doing this and then why are we so evil to other people you mm-hmm. know and yeah. so you know um uh, it's one of my favorite writers and you know i've uh I like that approach, you know, so in any sense that's what I try to use that same you know, when anything comes at us, you know, from the virus or from the climate change, it's like, okay, is this, this is science and how are you how do you approach, you know, that? Uh, mm-hmm. When then there's some people in this country that, you know, f- totally push science out of the way mm-hmm. and have you know, developed their own uh, mad scientists in their head, I don't know why right. it is but you know. yeah well yeah. i
0: i think you know this is just the outside looking in, but I feel mm-hmm. like um your life experience has taught you to, uh has has made you kind of broaden as well, you know what i mean well, cause you've ex- you've experienced so yeah. many different things in your life, yeah. you know
1: um yeah and you and and you you know you have to you you cannot be stuck in your ways, mm-hmm. you, you know. You cannot because, I, honestly, in my whole life, the reason I thought of ra- that racism existed was because people don't know those people out there. Mm-hmm. Like they're scared. Mm-hmm. So, like if you travel the the world and you start meeting people, and you come to find out, hey, they're just like. Mm -hmm.
0: i am they're just people they're just yeah
1: they're not they're not the they and them and the enemy Mm -hmm. that you know politicians or whoever have made them to be Mm -hmm.
0: they're just like us Yeah, and it's the same perspective that somebody would think that like you're just kind of like a backwoods dude Mm -hmm. you know and 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 whatever you know just just because you have an accent you know what i mean absolutely
1: absolutely yeah yeah. i mean as soon as i start (coughs) talking you know people like start bringing down my intelligence <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, <yeah. laughs> I have no doubt about it and but you know peep, that's, that's how
0: people I don't know it's it's a are terrible that thing one. that are, that's wired into but, a lot of people and everybody but, is guilty of it in some sort of way some people are worse than others
1: but some of the most you know some of the greatest writers in history and, and some of the greatest musicians and you know and songwriters and artists are, are southerners mm-hmm. oh yeah and as, <laughs> you know you, Absolutely. you you know you you could go Oh, I love Flannery O'Connor. Well, Flannery O'Connor is from Georgia. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, Tennessee Williams. You know, he wrote broad, uh, you know, Broadway plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of those people are, you know. I think there's something of, there's something interesting about you know coming from the South that you know is different. Uh, you know, there's a cultural difference, but
0: in a big way when i moved when i moved down there from from Idaho when i moved to, to tennessee it was like it was like a cultural bomb yeah. you know what i mean i was just like this is it it, it. Kind of, it almost, like, shook me a little bit because it was such a – it's just it's a different place. You and know? when
1: I tell people that
0: Tennesseans are
1: snobs, like, they're like they're like the – they even look down on other southerners, <laughs> yeah. you know. They're like, what are you talking about? They seem so nice. I was like, yeah, but don't believe any of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lot the, – that's another story. But they're, they're fine people, but, uh, you know, uh, it's –
0: i've met a lot of assholes there <laughs> yeah <laughs> a lot you know what i mean like it's when i see when i went down there it was almost like because i didn't have an accent i was outside i was it yeah. was, was, was kind of like like you're clearly not from around here you know yeah. what i mean like you know what are you doing here you know why are you the, here, why are you here? <laughs> you're, like you're ruining you're my, ruining our way of life
1: with way of life yeah. yeah i know and and um what do you do but um that's why i like uh, you know I, a lot of these opinions and a lot of these uh, uh, divisions that we have in this country is simply because people are scared of what's outside of their spot. There are mm-hmm. people that I know that have never even left the county they live in. Yeah, it's wild, you know. And they've never driven out of the county. Yeah, that's their whole world is right there, and, and like mm-hmm. it that way. Yeah, they never,
0: they don't ever want it to change.
1: Or the further, you know, they might do. Like I call it the Redneck Riviera. They might go to Panama City Beach. And, you <laughs> right. know, it's like, hey, let's go to Panama City. Yeah, and that's our, you know, yeah, for you sure. know, Redneck Riviera out down there. Mm-hmm. And then they drive back, you know. And uh, it, 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 but there is a lot of culture,
0: and there's some there's some really good educational institutions. You know, yeah, Amazing, Vanderbilt. yeah. I mean, just just Nashville itself. You know yeah. what I mean? Is they call it the Athens of the South because there's yeah. more colleges and universities I think than anywhere else in the country in yeah. that area, right? But like
1: major, yeah, major universities. major universities. Yeah. You know, and uh, the interesting thing is, you know, with other than Vanderbilt is like there's, you know, uh, David, uh, uh, David Lipscomb University is a private school, and then mm-hmm. you know there's Tennessee State University, and there's, um, you know, there's uh peabody university again uh, a university created by a very wealthy person you mm-hmm. know, george peabody and uh uh it was for uh after it was after the civil War and reconstruction and it was for uh, uh African Americans to come and become school teachers mm. well now it's a prestigious S- school for teachers mm-hmm. you know and so yeah. um but it's all right there right mm-hmm. in nashville and you
0: know, it's and a wonderful place man yeah i i, I do miss it in a, a lot of ways i definitely when we lived there um it was a, it was a strange part in <laughs> strange time in my life and my wife was was not happy there um yeah and the kids were starting to get older, and the school system was terrible, you know. And um, yeah, the, the public school, this public school system, but that's yeah, everywhere it, now. But,
1: Well, it, it was that—that that is another, an entire another story, yeah, which definitely. which happened, you know, during uh, during the '60s and '70s when um, uh, the city had to be forced uh, desegregation. So they were busing. Uh, they they bust like uh, they bust. Uh, black children to white schools and white children to black schools to equal it out, and it was federally uh, ordered by the court. Mm. And uh, so then there was a mass uh, exodus from public schools mm-hmm. by white students, and mm-hmm. then, uh, uh, private private Christian schools were uh, sparked up. And mm-hmm. so a lot of the money – and a lot of the mix went out to private, private schools there. So, the public school system suffered yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, you know, so.
0: yeah, it's that's 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 wild, you know, because um, because yeah, I mean that's um, grow, growing up and growing up in Idaho. Like, you don't realize, um, you know, the the length or the the, the depth of racial issues in the country yeah because you only have one black person in the whole state <laughs> yeah i went to school with i think i think there was four sorry. black people in sorry i don't know i was just kidding <laughs> it's true though it's overwhelmingly white you know what i mean and then yeah. and then there's a lot of like uh, hispanic is is as yeah. well there
1: and it's surprising because a lot of cowboys were were black oh uh, 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 again another study i, I saw uh, about over a third really of american cowboys were uh, you know that settled in the west were black
0: wow i did not yeah. know that because all you see is john wayne movies
1: i know you know you wouldn't think it Yeah. And i'm a big john wayne fan <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> well yes those old, those old spaghetti westerns are amazing you know <laughs> they they're, they're just they, they're, they're they are comfort food you know, <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> yeah well yeah
1: idaho's you know again you know it um you know, it didn't get settled because actually, you think it's kind of funny because I was uh, I was talking to Catfish, and I was like, "So, so, what is the history of Idaho?" And he was like, "There isn't any. <laughs> like, there's no, there's no, like major historical event. There's a, a trail, you know, that went through. Yeah, and, I mean, the you know, Oregon Trail went through yeah, there for so sure. That's, like, so that's pretty cool. No, like, there's nothing yeah. you can like point to and go." This this historic event happened in Idaho. And I looked it, it up. Was, I was couldn't find it. <laughs> well, there, I mean, there there, there
0: there definitely is. You oh, know well, what Hem- I mean.
1: Hemingway murdered himself. Yeah, you know, yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> you got that. You got Hemingway. Yeah.
0: Um but. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, there are there are. I mean, not not on a grand, you know, like scale. Like it's yeah. some of these other, because it was settled much later, and the people that were out there, yeah. were were literally just settlers. You know, it's very, you know, it was, it was settled by extremely independent people who would just wanted to go and make their own life yeah. and do their own thing, live off the land, and live the way that they wanted to live. You know, and I think that that spirit definitely has held on in uh, 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 quite a bit in certain parts of Idaho. Yeah. Um, where people there are very very independent people yeah. you know and it's at times to a fault you know um and so like now they're getting overrun by californians oh, you no. know what i mean and Those it's guys. like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah and it's 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 jacking up you know property taxes oh, it's yeah. doing all kinds of stuff and people are freaking out about it same thing it's like you're ruining it's my way of life actual, it's you know? yeah so yeah that's <laughs> you're running my yeah account. there was <laughs> yeah there was i mean but back in back in the day yeah it was it was a lot of people that just were doing their own thing you know and that's why it stayed small yeah because people wanted it to stay small yeah. you know like boise blew up obviously faster than everything else but um you know like in a lot of parts of idaho like it stayed small because people wanted it small
1: yeah yeah yeah, I mean, and you know, it's the same thing in, you know, in the areas of Tennessee, like it just they've always been the same. You know? mm-hmm. They've always been, you know, um, small towns. You know, this is our way of life. You know, um, it's interesting how you cling on on stuff like that when you know, what do you do when uh you know, more information's out there, the internet, the the phone, mm-hmm. you know, the computers. And kids are like, Oh, I don't I do I don't want to be in this town. I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna live in Spain, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's like I'm for sure. you know, it kinda just dies out I guess.
0: Yeah, and that's you know, that's that's why I moved away, you know what I mean? It's like I outgrew the place, you know, it's just yeah. it was it was time to go. There wasn't anything left there for me anymore. It's like I needed to go out I needed to go somewhere else to do what I'm gonna do with my life. And Yeah, I think it's a human nature, yeah. you know, um
1: uh, to get out and sow the sow the royal oats or whatever or get yep. out you know and see yep. see what uh you know it's eddie murphy and coming
0: to america yeah yeah <laughs> you know? yeah for sure yeah so you were in you were in the marines right so i mean you definitely had had gone oh, yeah. around and seen the world yeah yeah that
1: was uh that was fun it was a it was a uh it was an odd period of my life um uh, you know again i've always been you know, if I don't like it here, I'll go there. Or if I don't, you know, I want to see something else. And so, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'd had. Um, I didn't want to go. I was zoned I was in Nashville. I was living in Nashville at the time, and I didn't want to go to a, um, the big school. There's like uh, we an enormous comprehensive high school mm. that's actually like four different schools in one. You know, mm. like four thousand students in it, and. I didn't want to go to it. I wanted to play football, and uh, so I moved up to my uncle's in Charlesdale County and went to high school up there. And it was a definite different different experience. Like I got mm-hmm. here, am coming from the big city of Nashville to this little country ass town. Yeah, a little. Settlement. And uh, it was a good move, though. Yeah, you know because here in this little town, people. Actually, gave a damn about you know whether you you succeeded in school. Yeah, for and sure. Good teacher, you know, and you mm-hmm. knew everybody. There was only sixty six people in this graduating class. Wow. Yeah. And
0: yeah, that's a, that's that's a big part of it. You know what I mean? Like we homeschool now, and right. um, like their test scores, my kids' test scores are so far and beyond what. What the state would ever require of them, yeah, you know, and it's mainly not because like, because my wife does, you know, the homeschooling, yeah, um, and it's not that she is like, you know, um, this like brilliant, amazing teacher she is, you know what I mean, but, but the point is, is that you know they get to have, you know, they do have somebody who gives a shit about them and wants them to succeed, you know, and will help them, and they can because every every kid is different and every kid learns differently and, and they all definitely do and she definitely c- can cater to each of them to help them succeed yeah. the most so it's
1: well if you i mean if you think about it i mean just the structure itself is bad you know uh there was classes you know at my in my middle school before before gabby they were 40 students in the class well 40 students one teacher jesus she can't care about it's, everybody. It's, it's impossible. Like it's a forty-five minute class. Mm-hmm. You know, it's impossible. It, yeah, and uh, at that age, you're not trained. Where you know that would be something you would be able to do in college, but you're not there yet mentally right. to be in that kind of environment. You mm-hmm. know, because you don't know what you're good at. You don't know how to study. You don't know how to to do what you need to do to get through a course. You, you know? need to be guided along a little bit, and so yeah I've never believed in that system of sitting them in rows and you know large classes mm-hmm. you know I just kind of hated it but like I said when I went up to Hartsville it was smaller you know it's maybe 18 in the class you know and at the time and uh, it's a lot more it helped me out and then from there I went to UT Knoxville and up there I went you know but fucking crazy mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. You know, but uh uh, that's a big school I had managed to uh you know, I managed to earn a scholarship to get to 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 u t knoxville mm-hmm. so and then I that's a great school there. Yeah, it's a big school it's big yeah i think there it was like fifty thousand students, something like wow. that in there you yeah. know so yeah, impressive, and then then there I was talked into going into the marine Corps so mm-hmm. kind of just uh. That's that was the lead up was getting into the Marine Corps. So, yeah, you know, all of those, all of those are steps towards you know, s- learning who you are. You mm-hmm. know, learning. You know, uh, what's what am I going to do and where am I going next? You know, and most people can't figure it out. Uh, you know, it took me forever to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it just takes. Uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta just try try things and see what happens you know say hey, let's try this yeah see what happens if it don't work out i go try that yeah you, you know?
0: need you need to find yeah. where you can excel the best
1: in the a, world i think I, a, another study i read <laughs> was like you know people there's like a uh i don't know is it like a 6 or 7 year itch thing you know 7 year itch yeah, yeah. you know that's a, there's actually a truth to that like mm-hmm. you you know you're in the job for like 7 years that's when you like, I don't want to be here anymore. I mean, it's, there's yeah. like those points come, you know, and it could be our, in, a, in a relationship with, you know, mm-hmm. somebody, you know, I don't want to be here anymore. There's definitely so. a
0: cycle that kind of <coughs> correlates to around – that many years a little bit before a little bit after but something
1: needs to change and there's nothing wrong with changing i mean there's nothing wrong with trying something new but you get anxiety from you know i don't know if this is going to work out i you know i don't know if i'm going to pay the you know bills be able to pay the bills i don't know there's all these other doubts that are in the back of your head and what society has told you Mm -hmm. and you lack confidence in yourself and whether you will succeed you know you know and like I think in this country, a lot of people are scared to fail. Mm-hmm. And failing
0: is one of the best things in the world. Right? Yeah. You no, know? you learn. You learn so much more. Yeah. When when times are hard. Yeah. You know, and when you're not succeeding, and when you need when you because that's when you're like, okay, that didn't work. Yeah. <laughs> I need to change something. You know, to, yeah. to to actually succeed. And um, but but yeah, fear is crippling it's 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 completely crippling and the majority i can only speak from an american perspective but definitely it seems like in the west you know um people are crippled by fear Mm -hmm. and and it's instilled in us to be afraid
1: you know you know it's it's i guess the way i you know I, i in my own personal in my own personal life it's like um it's you know it's like uh you're going to go repelling, you know, and you're terrified, even though you have a rope, even though you, you know, there's somebody down at the bottom that's going to, you know, snatch it and make sure you don't fall. You're still absolutely terrified, but the only thing you can do is step off there and do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the only way down from the cliff or from the tower. Right. And And, you know, I think if you put it in, you know, anything that you're looking to do, you you just say, okay, I'm going to go down the damn wall. I'm going to go off the cliff. I'm going to just do it. Yeah. Or you're terrified of flying. You're like, well, I'm going to get on the plane and go. You know, yeah. or whatever it is, that you know, you fear you have, it isn't like just overcoming the fear. The fear is natural. You know, fear is like, I'm afraid something's going to happen, but we're going to go ahead and try it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think, uh, you know, that,
0: it's a perfect analogy you, you know, know
1: you just have to do it you just if you think of things as have to this is what I have to do I think it, it changes you know your perspective of fear you know
0: yeah I mean there's there's something to be said it's kind of like a, it's almost like a mind hack in a way to where you are like if, if you if you're like this is just what's happening now mm-hmm. like this is just what I'm going to do like something in your brain clicks once 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 you force it to happen yeah something clicks and it's it's like okay well that's just the way it is now yeah. and,
1: and 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 you know there's there's nothing wrong with other people you know people there's nothing wrong with listening to other people that's one of my favorite things to do is to talk to other people if i'm about to make a major decision i talk to my closest friends or i'll talk to my family or you know i i will read about it i'll study it or whatever it is if i'm about to do something I want to hear their perspective, and you know, I think you know. Sometimes, you know, it could be your spouse, or it could be whoever. They would be like, "No, don't do that. You don't want to do that." You know, and then in your mind, you're, uh oh, and I don't, you know, she don't want me to do that. You know, it's it's a tough decision, but yeah, I think you have to listen to whoever you know. You have to listen and go, okay. Let's see it. Let's see what they see in this. Pers- you know, am mm-hmm. I being a dumbass? Am I, you know, or am I, or is this, this, is this, I believe in what I want to do mm-hmm. so much that, you know what, I'm not going to listen to them and I'm just going to do it. Yep. And then. Take the leap.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, because you need that perspective. You need that. You need that other yeah. perspective. You're so caught up in your own, and that goes back to exactly why everybody's afraid of everybody else, and everybody judges other people because they don't have a different perspective. Yeah, they don't have the perspective of the person that they're judging. Yeah, you, you know,
1: you're scared to death. Like you know, um, <laughs> yesterday I was i was uh, at getting my shocks changed it's so, a hell that's a hell of a story but mm-hmm. uh, one part of the story was um <laughs> i'm standing there and i'm looking out towards the, uh bonanza or uh, not bonanza but eastern the road and this homeless guy comes down the road and then all of a sudden he starts screaming and scratching and pulling at his clothes and he drops his pants butt ass naked jesus Shiny little cherry balls hanging down, and, <laughs> and, and I'm and I'm fumbling trying to, cause I didn't know how to turn my phone on, yeah. <laughs> you know, to to take a picture or video of it. And, oh, and he is screaming, and the owner of the the shop is like, comes out, is like, what in the world? And there's this guy just standing there naked, and I'm, yeah. you know, in a sense, like, you know, in my mind, it's like this is great. I'm going to miss Vegas, no doubt. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's a freedom there in, in, uh, in even, there's a freedom to mental illness, I guess. There's a freedom to, like, um, where, where that's the extreme mm-hmm. of, you know, making decisions in life. There's the yeah. extreme. Okay. Yeah. So that's, so, Dial it back, right. you know. Yeah, yeah. Dial it back, and find the 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 spot somewhere in between where you're settled and that guy pulling his pants <laughs> yeah, off yeah. in the middle of Eastern. You think before you act. <laughs> yeah, so that's I think that's how yeah. uh, I like to I like to uh, uh, do things. You know. Yeah. I know that's way out there, but. I don't I think a lot of the decisions you know in the last few years that I've made have, have been somewhere in between but I want to I think moving forward you know yeah you know with the albums you know and uh, cuz you know creating albums is hard to do Well, you know that mm-hmm. it's hard to do
0: yeah man you know it's not cheap it's a lot there's a there's a lot that goes into it it's a lot of moving parts but it's forever though i know yeah that's it yeah so so uh now that the world is hope hopefully coming back (laughs) maybe yeah um we'll see but um when it finally does for real um and life gets back to normal or at least some you know something that seems normal um you know you you, are you planning to you plan to get back out on the road and oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah the the plan you know obviously to get settled in back in tennessee you know and um uh, to launch i mean i am so disappointed by not touring the east the west coast and and i i'm want I'm coming back no mm-hmm. doubt for that mm-hmm. you know That's bad timing, yeah, yeah, you know so um we get a little settled get um um a base worked back up, get back with the band mm-hmm. you know, and um rehearsing yeah and yeah like those guys they want to go everybody wants to go everybody wants to go on tour mm-hmm. you know so yeah looking forward to that no doubt
0: you got all the same band members yeah awesome yeah, yeah that's all, great uh,
1: the only person that uh left was twan twan moved he was the one, he was my alternate second bass player mm. uh he moved back to Washington state so gotcha that's the only I think the the only thing that a uh, major difference so i'll probably have to find me another alternate bass player Oh yeah, there's a good bass player but th- there's, there's there's a few in nashville yeah I I think Yeah,
0: and they'll be beating your door down <laughs> to be your alternate <laughs> bass player <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah
1: well you always have to have you you have to have a backup everybody like it's you can't just have band members you have to have band members plus one plus the backup mm-hmm. you know because not uh, everybody can not go everybody out. Not everybody can do at that, that. Time or and people pick up tours, yeah. So they might be on tour. So you don't, I oh, CJ's not going to be here. So I need another pedal steel player. You know. Yeah, yeah. So there, you have to always be just go ahead and think plus one. Yeah. yeah we're going to have to. No, that's
0: another. a good idea. That's great advice, actually. Yeah. You know, because li- life happens to people, and
1: that's building relations. <coughs> you know, building good yeah. relationships with yeah. you know people. You know, the musicians. Mm-hmm. You know, to have that pool yeah. of people to work with. You know, that you yeah. can
0: trust yeah which is which is there's that's such an important it's such an important um stress reliever is that people you know and you can trust and you know which is something that has been hard to find here in vegas for you and just because yeah. it's it's a different place <laughs> totally and you know it's you there, i don't know the music scene that is here is obviously pretty terrible right now because of everything but um there's a I don't know I don't know how to access it here
1: I don't either you know you you go to the you know the Facebook groups or, or and and you or Craigslist or whoever, and you like hey hey I need this and and then you get people and they're you know they either don't read what you asked for or they're you know uh, they can't quite decide if they'll they they, they like your music. You know, which is different because a musician, a guitar player, you know, from, again, from the spoiled side of being from Nashville, like yeah. a guitar player can, you know, just jump in there and play by the numbers and just mm-hmm. be on it, you know, because he knows, you know everything about the guitar that's a that's a standard there (laughs) you know
0: that's like that the the standards are so much lower here in nashville like if you want to be like a working musician like you have to be on top of your shit
1: you can play jazz you can play blues you Mm -hmm. can play country you can i mean you 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 can play rock you can play punk you can i mean you you because somebody's just gonna hand you a chart and you just gotta you're a guitar you're a guitar player so yeah you know you you know it isn't has nothing to do with your personal taste like and that's the thing and they like think it's you know they go well it's personal taste or it's you know um they're not as committed so they're like they're 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 wanting um uh to do cover bands which you know you you know playing in cover bands is fine it's a great way to learn songs and you know exercise and you make a little money you know, because the clubs mm-hmm. like having cover bands, and mm-hmm. you know, but um, you know, that's that's kind of more the thing. They're in it for the money more than they are for the, you know, to the chance the to art. play music. Yeah, the yeah. chance to play music and be creative with somebody. Yeah, you know, and
0: and there's there's a lot of musicians here in Vegas that solely make their money off of being in, in a cover band. That's and it, and they make their living that way. Just yeah. just playing. Just playing covers in, in in here or there, you know, if like you get one of those gigs on Fremont. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where they go there and they play there once a week or whatever. Like That's plenty. It, yeah. Plenty of money for the week. So mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And that, and that's it. And I, I ran into one guy and he said like like I said I was talking to another person. I said something about cover bands. They're like, Well, I was all over the world with a cover band. And I'm like, Well, let me see your stuff and pull it up. Yeah. And then there was a silence. I said, "Okay, you was, and you're no longer, and no one that was in that show remembers you. Gives, right. gives a damn about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, that's that was like, that's the difference. It's very fact, as soon as that guitar is unplugged, no one gives a fuck anymore. No, no. You know, <laughs> you know. That's the, that's the thing about being in a cover band. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it's hard to te- tell people that, and especially if they've like come from a small town where. Uh, you know you you can get at one or two gigs you know in little places and you know but people want to dance so yeah you want to make them dance and you want to do songs that are they know that they want to dance to they're going to jump up to whatever singer or whoever they love yeah, yeah and they'll jump up so yeah so it's a it's a yeah it makes sense to 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 do cover bands mm-hmm. you know
0: oh well, um, somebody's got to do it like somebody's got to yeah, be there to do it yeah just not for everybody
1: yeah and it's you know that's why you see like uh, you'll roll in and there'll be 50, 60 year old guys up there yeah. <laughs> playing Rush songs or <laughs> something. You yeah. go, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> you
0: know? yeah. It's that guy? You know, but just, uh, I think a lot of those guys, it's just, you know, the guys that you, that you just kind of roll up to a bar and they're just kind of up there playing. It's just what they do on the yeah. weekends. And, it's their weekend gig. Yeah. You know,
1: you know uh, I'm not judging that. I mean, that's fine. If that's what, you know, mm-hmm. one you wanted to do. You know. Uh, oh, yeah, it's totally valid. You know. You know and, and, uh, it's
0: just not for, you know, like, it ain't for everybody.
1: No, and and that's the difference. It's like, again, back to Vegas is here to shake and take all your money. Mm-hmm. They want your money. They want all of it. They oh, don't yeah. want you to go home with any in your pocket. Oh, yeah. So they're going to give you what you want. You 100%. Know? Yeah. So, you know, that's uh, it. And... um uh, there's nothing wrong with it, you know. It's just, uh it's a shame. It's there's like 800 venues out there. I know it you, is. A you shame. don't see any. You rarely see any original acts up mm-hmm. there. So,
0: I mean, this place could be a haven for just just, but sheer by just by the sheer amount of places to play. But yeah, yeah, it is a shame. It's all about the money. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Vegas.
1: Oh, but, and uh, they don't want the attention taken away from the machines either. So
0: oh well, yeah for sure so you, no that's the money so maker. the
1: the you know the band is only wallflower i mean only a it's wallpaper background music, background yeah. music that's all mm-hmm. so they don't want people paying attention to
0: the band yeah yeah you know, they want them putting money in that putting machine. money in the bank yeah, putting, yeah yeah money in their bank yeah yeah well all right man i think that's um about coming up to the end of it here it's um thanks for thanks for jumping on this man i i really appreciate it i, 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 knew, a... I knew we had to find a time to to do this before you left and um i hope that uh once the album is ready to be released or is released we'd, i'd definitely love to have you back on to oh i'll be to back to talk about the process and yeah, it'll be it. all that good stuff and you and your in your, your amazing tour that you're on you're making all the money and <laughs> no yeah well nothing i do great.
1: nothing i do makes money i just want to tell everybody out there so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's my problem yeah don't believe anything i say (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're the the ones ragging on cover bands (laughs) and the ones making the money
0: (laughs) yeah nothing i do makes money (laughs) yeah well it's it will you know you're having a good you're having a really good bump in your in your uh, streams right now so um, surprising. yeah so it's i hope it keeps going that way but um yeah so um, tell everybody where they can find you, find your music, find your merch. Buy his merch. Buy his yeah. merch. Buy all of his merch. You can. Uh, you can <laughs> <laughs> buy all mine. Please do. I have. I really actually. It's not
1: as good as I want it to be. I'm. Re, I'm really working on it. But my store. My web website is www.charliehager.com. Yes, I got that name, and that's my name. But uh, there's a store there, and like I really like the way it's set up now. It's easy. You can order order whatever you want if you want cds um or you can you can catch me at Bandcamp. you can catch me on spotify you can catch me at apple music pandora uh um, amazon you can go on amazon and order it online you know from amazon um anywhere you shop i guess nice. you
0: know. and um you're on all the socials and all that instagram facebook oh yeah like instagram
1: facebook um uh, just ch- jet at just <laughs> yeah
0: that's it okay yeah cool been yeah. Ra-
1: i've been around along long enough that i had gotten my original name yet. yeah <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure yeah well, i'll have all the links uh in the show notes and all that good stuff for people and um charles thank you so much man not a problem uh, it, was, it was great having you on thank you for having me all right well take care all righty you have a good all right thank you everybody for listening if you're still here Thank you so so much. I love you very very much. What a great episode. This was such a great conversation and uh I'm super super thankful that Charles was able to come on and uh give us a little more insight into who he is, what he does. Um very very thankful to have him on this little show. So, um I noticed last week with my intro it was a, it was a little bit it was it was very it was like a script. It felt red um, when I was doing it. So I'm just going to be kind of winging it from now on. Um, I don't know what, what, pe- what the people prefer. You know, maybe something a little bit more solid, something that I can read, be a little bit more direct with my words, or if it's just the more relaxed kind of laid back feel. That's what I prefer. Uh, but I, I want to create the best show possible and the most entertaining show possible. Um, And so I, I'd love to hear what you guys think You know, if you prefer the loosey-goosey feel of me just kind of riffing Or if you'd like a little something more solid, you know um, Give me all the feedback in the world guys, you know, this is this is a new thing We're getting used to it and um, I just want to create the best show I can so Yeah, definitely let me know make sure to head over to Facebook.com slash Dreaming in F Minor. Give me a like there. Um, communicate with me. Head over to the Instagram as well, at um, Dreaming in F Minor. I'll be getting a Twitter started here sometime soon. Going to be doing a Patreon as well. So, um, yeah, once that uh, develops, I will let you all know where to go to find it. All the links are going to be listed below for the show and also for Charles and um, all of his places you can reach out to him, find his music. And and one more thing before I go, make sure you check out simpleequationsmedia.com. Simple Equations is a full-service audio and video production company located here in Las Vegas, Nevada, um, company I've been involved with for a little while now. Super happy to be able to give them a shout-out on the show. I'm actually recording from the mix room right now. And, uh, so yeah, give us, give us a, give us a ring. You can find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all the good stuff, simple equations, Media.com. So, uh, give us a holler on your next project and we can see what we can do for you. Thank you guys so much once again for being here. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it so, so much. And, uh, we will talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.